Hey everybody, welcome to Jim Kelly's 19th Hole. Glad you're with us. Welcome again, everybody, to 19th Hole. Our guest is Crystal Keith, all the way from Oklahoma City, with a company called Swing Dish. And Crystal, I got to be honest, when my friend Bruce sent me some information on Swing Dish for the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando, I thought it was a golf training device. Lo and behold, luxury <laughs> women's golf clothing line that is spectacular. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, we, uh, my mom's nickname is Dish. So and my, dad, my dad used to tell her when she'd step up to, um, to take her drive, he'd say, swing it, Dish. And then we just ended up turning that into the company name. Well, I heard a rumor that your, uh, that your mom's husband and his band would always call your mom Trish the Dish. Is that how we got That's the name true. for Swing Dish? It is, yeah. My dad has a habit of not ever calling anybody by their real name. Um, every boyfriend we've ever had, it was, I mean, I've, I've been with my husband 15 years, and he very rarely calls him by his, his real name. Um, he just, he likes to come up with nicknames for just about anybody he really likes, so um, hers was Trish the Dish. Uh, what was your pet name by your dad? <laughs> come on, come on, tell the truth. Um, well, I, my, my, my main one was Millie. He called me Millie or Millie Dale. And then sometimes he'd call me Bumper Deuce. So those are my two, those are my two monikers that he's, that he's given me. He Bumper, still calls me. Bumper Doo? Bumper Doo. Yeah. No clue where it came from. I think my grandma used to sing a song um, called T-Bump and she'd bounce me on her knee and it'd put me to sleep every time. So I don't know if it came from that or, or what it really came from, but he's always called me Bumper Doo. Do we have that on your business card or does it say Brandon Marketing <laughs> Manager for Swing Dude? It, it says Brandon Marketing Director. So your mom, right, Trish, Trish the Dish, she kind of came up with the idea and conceptualized uh, Swing Dish back in 2013 what was the idea behind Swing Dish and a luxury line of great women's clothing? Sure. Um, so they own a golf course in Norman, Oklahoma called Belmar Golf Club. And they golf there, I mean, sometimes 36 holes a day. Um, but almost every single day they're out there. And um, if they're not there, they're at our home in Mexico golfing there. So my mom has fallen in love with golf and she just hated um, the options she had for women's golf fashion and my mom's very fashionable she loves um clothes and just in the golf world she wasn't getting to kind of use use fashion like she wanted to and um, she just had this dream of kind of developing a line that was a little more fashion forward and kind of taking some of the things that she would see on the runway and pulling those into designs and uh, my dad kind of gave her the push and said you know if you want to do it go for it and uh, he has all kinds of hobby businesses, horses, and all sorts of stuff. And, and he said, you know, if this is something you're really passionate about, go for it. And um, she did. And, and she also thought that it would be a really good way for um, she and my sister and I to spend some quality time together now that we all, you know, are out of the house and have our own families. This is something that, you know, we can come together um, during design meetings and, and for trade shows and things like that, that we can really spend some quality time and have fun together designing and building something that we can pass on to our kids. She, she will, you know, lead to us and then we can raise our, our girls. I have two daughters. My sister has one. We can raise our girls in this industry and hopefully they can carry it on. 
it's a real family affair. I mean, your mom came up with the idea and she's a designer, creator, owner. Shelly, your sister's the creative director. You handle the brand and marketing. And that was some launch of Swing Dish that you all had, the family affair, back in 2015 at the uh, Country oh, yeah. Club at Wynn in Las Vegas. Yeah, we know how to party. That's one thing we can do is throw a party. So why is Swing Dish, the brand, so popular with women right now? Uh, you know, I think that it's just different. We're, we tend to use really vibrant colors, and um, we try to stay away from trends that other brands are doing and um, try to have something different and a little more um, fashion-centric as opposed to um, just meeting the needs of you know, a golfer taking the men's clothing and pairing it down to women's sizing. And uh, we really focus on function and form. And uh, my mom will wear all the clothes for a few months before we, before we launch a line um, to make sure everything fits correctly and it has enough pockets. And all of our waistbands, we don't have zippers and buttons or anything. They're all slip-on, slip-off, so they fit and stretch to your body. Um, they're all moisture-wicking and sun, have sun protection and things like that. So um, we use you know, high-end Italian um, performance fabrics. And, you know, we just really focus on every aspect of it and try to make sure that, um, you know, our customers are getting something that when they put it on, I mean, we, the the funniest thing for me is we get the um, comments and testimonials back on our pants and the fabric Everyone says it's yummy. I don't know why, but that we've had that comment come back so many times. Like, I love this fabric. It's so yummy. So it feels good on and, and it looks good and you can wear it on and off the course. So it's, I think it's just resonated because women have had kind of a, there's been kind of a void in, in the market for, for that type of um, golf attire. Will we see the word yummy on the website anytime soon? And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. We'll we'll uh, we'll see if I can get it work it into one of the testimonials here pretty soon. But you know, it, it's a line that has resonated. We've sent it out to a few people, and everybody always comes back. And we are open to um, our customers saying, you know, I love this about it, or I don't like this about it. And you know, we take that into consideration. So it's really a brand that that listens to the customer. And since we are a um, family company. You know, we all three have different body types. You know, I'm I'm taller than both of them. You know, there's there's thin, there's curvy, there's short and curvy. There's we have all different body types. We try to make sure that it kind of fits everybody's body type. And if we all three think that it's attractive and we love the the fit, then that's when we um, say go for that for each individual piece. Well, I know that the SPF is a big part of the design, but how do you incorporate that into the fabrics and how do you decide what fabrics you want to use? Uh, we, we go to trade shows for fabric and we pick and we have some um, um, fabric companies that we use and they'll custom develop stuff for us if we need it. Um, as far as the SPF, it's actually a, um, a treatment that they um, put into the fabric and, and, press it in so that it stays, um, it's, it's protective. I think it's a UPF 50 is what we have for ours. It's a really cool process so that they, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty insane that technology can, can protect your skin with clothing like that. But it's, um, it's something that, you know, lots of sports companies are going toward. And, and so we kicked off ours with that just to make sure that we had the best of the best in fabric. What's it like working with the uh, family members? Who wins the argument? Who gets the tie-breaking vote? 
it depends on what it is. Like I said, each one of us have our own specialties. So if it's in my department, then I win. If it's in my sister's department, she'll win. And um, if it comes, if it's a tiebreaker between the two of us, then my mom's the, she's the tiebreaking vote. And, you know, it all comes down to making sure my mom's happy and what, what her vision is. This is her dream. This is her baby. And um, even though my sister and I are involved, this is something that my mom has so much passion for. So we always try to make sure that anything we decide um, would, would make her happy. And if we're not sure, then we check with her. Uh, but we have pretty much daily phone calls and conference calls. to, um, So we all three know where we're at as far as the business and marketing side go. I'm making a big decision as far as taking it, taking on a, um, you know, we have a couple girls in the LPGA that are wearing our brand. And before I take on a sponsee like that, I will call and make sure that, you know, they feel like they're a good fit and give them the kind of one sheet on each girl. How about college golfers? Is that something you can explore or does that cross the line and get into, they lose their amateur status if you start giving them product? Yeah. You can't, uh, they can't be, they can't appear to be promoting any one particular brand. And most colleges have a um, deal with a particular um, competitor of ours, bigger competitors. Um, But we are involved in women's golf. My mom has a, um, a women's college am um, that she does in conjunction with the University of Oklahoma. She's worked really closely with um, our coach here that uh, to build this really amazing tournament. And, you know, we get letters every year saying that it's their favorite tournament to be at. She hates that, you know, a lot of the women's tournaments, they don't get the swag like the guys do and they don't get to have the big excitement and, and things that are built around a woman, a, a women's college tournament. And so she tries to make sure it's a big blowout and we have a big party and everything after the tournament It's a whole weekend. And, and uh, my mom's whole year leads up to that tournament and we love it. Um, and so she has, she's had such a passion for bringing, just bringing awareness, if nothing else, to um, women's golf in general, but really trying to build up these, um, these college girls that are working so hard for especially our university, but all the universities that play in our tournament. And, um, and that's something that, you know, at the end of that tournament, she's just beaming ear to ear because it's been successful every year. And she just loves getting to bring these girls in and meet them and, and kind of, um, introduce them to kind of our world here in Oklahoma and, and show them what our hospitality is all about. Well, I know one of the things that is big in your mom's mantra, as well as yours and Shelly's, your sister is to promote the look of women out on the golf course instead of being quite the, uh, the opposite look, if we will. So you're, you're feminine things yeah. up a bit, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you're being a girl out there sometimes in your, if, if you're in just regular Bermudas or shorts and, and a polo, you kind of just feel like a tomboy and you're out there playing golf in the heat and whatever, you know, it's, it's really nice to be able to put on some cute little frilly clothes and go out there and feel good, about how you look and you know in my opinion I'm not a great golfer I love to go out and golf and play and have fun but I'm not a great golfer and I don't think that that should be the focus for your average consumer I think it should be about having fun and expressing yourself and and um and I think that our clothes are are really good at helping women express themselves and and show you know who they are on the golf course um just like they do you know when they wear fashion off the golf course Crystal, I'll give you a magic wand. Where do you see your brand going in the next couple of years? 
to be honest, we, we see it exploding. We've got um, a lot of things on the horizon and store partnerships coming up that we are um, on the verge of, of breaking into um, some really big markets. And uh, it's just continued to grow and blow our minds each year. We have had uh, more and more clubs take us in. Uh, every club that has gotten their hands on the clothing and actually felt it ends up putting in an order. Um, so it's, you know, it's been a really good response and we see it just continuing to thrive and, and grow. And now that we, um, this is our first year having girls in the LPGA, we have um, Jasmine um, Sawanapura is um, wearing our clothes this year and um, Karina Eicher is wearing our clothes this year. So this is our first, our first year to actually be out on the LPGA and be seen and we've already had so much response from that. And we've had other girls calling, wanting to wear the line. So, um, you know, it's, it, it's only going up from here, I think. Well, I was going to ask you, and thank goodness you handled the last names, but I was going to ask you <laughs> how, how partnering with uh, Jasmine and Corinne has helped boost your brand. It, you know, it's been pretty amazing. Um, Jasmine met my mom at the uh, Diamond Resorts event in Orlando, my dad ended up playing with Jasmine and Colt Ford and um, she was, she was precious and loved the line and asked if she could, um, you know, if we would sponsor her and we did, and it was our first LPGA sponsorship and she, we sent her clothes immediately and she went on a, um, a run through some tournaments in, in Thailand and sent us some great pictures and she looked amazing in the clothes. And we immediately had three or four other girls calling saying, Hey, can I, can you guys sponsor us too? And, you know, unfortunately we're, we are a small company, so we can only sponsor so many girls, but, um, you know, we hope to, to continue to grow and uh, be able to sponsor, you know, more girls each year. Um, Corinne has, has just kind of gotten back on her feet after having a baby. So she is um, starting to get out and do more tournaments and you'll start to see her um, more in the clothing coming up as well. You can go to swingdish.com. I know they've got a spring sale going on right now. 20% off selected collections and accessories, but it'll give you a very good idea of uh, the Swing Dish line, which is truly spectacular. I would be remiss if I let you go, since you're not far from the Cow Cowboy Hall of Fame there, where I visited and actually went horseback riding with Ben Johnson, who's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, if I didn't ask you about your country uh, music background and your career, you're a songwriter, singer of note. I am. I um, I just put out my second project last year, and um, and I had a, a Christmas project that I uh, put out in December, and I had my second child at the end of, of January, so I've been off kind of on a on a maternity leave of sorts. Um, but I'm I'm coming back out for shows this summer. I'm actually playing the Steve Stricker. Um, event in um, in Wisconsin in June, so that'll be my first show of the year. Um, so anybody that it will be at Steve Stricker's um, event this year um, will see me there. Steve Stricker, of course, uh, playing on the Champions Tour as well as still on the uh, PGA Tour, Ryder Cup, President's Cup. Uh, what's the most interesting or the most fun aspect when you sit down to write a country song, Crystal? Um, you know, you just kind of, the, the trick to a country song is that it's got to be realistic and it's got to be true to life. Um, it has to emote, um, feelings in people that are real and, um, and that people can relate to because they have been there and they felt that. 
in one way or another. And so we always, I, I tend to start with an idea or a song or a storyline and then kind of build it out and see, um, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm writing a love song, I, I try to imagine kind of what the characters, it's like writing a movie kind of, you're, you're imagining what the characters are going through and what they're feeling and then try to get that feeling to come through in words. Um, so it's, you know, it's a lot of fun and I have some amazing songwriting buddies in Nashville that um, I go three to four months out of the year. I'm in Nashville writing um, for a month at a time. And, uh, and I, I mean, I love it. It's something that if I go two or three months without writing a song, like I have here recently after having my baby, uh, it is, you know, it's hard on me. It's, it's really how I let my, um, my creative side, sh- side shine and really release a lot of tension and everything else. It's, it's something that is a big passion. And, um, obviously with, you know, my dad being Toby Keith and him being in the songwriter hall of fame and everything, songwriting's in my blood. And, and so it's just something that we, we kind of have to do. You, you get something in your head and you have to hide in a room and, and really work on that song until you get it nailed. Crystal, it's been great. I hope we can have you back on, maybe get your mom and Shelly on one time too when you get through with the uh, spring splash sale, 20% off. Swingdish.com. We appreciate you joining us here on 19th Hole. Thanks, Jim. You've been listening to Jim Kelly's 19th Hole. We hope we've entertained. We hope you've learned something. And most importantly, we hope you'll come back. So if you liked what you heard, please come join the Jim Kelly 19th Hole community. That's right. Apple Podcast, Google, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Again, subscribe. It's free. It's free.